Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's going on, y'all? It's been a minute, but we are back with the Believe in Ravens podcast. And you know what? I don't know if you can hear this in the background, but somebody's car alarm just went off because they knew it was time for us to get down to business and they want everybody in the neighborhood to know what is going on right now. I'm Kyrie Thompson. That's Daniel Wilcox. My man, how we doing? Great, man. Excited, man. Excited for this episode. I feel like it's been a minute since we've been on. So it's kind of good to get back in front of the fans and get front of, in front of everybody again and, and just kind of get them all caught up on what's going on around the league, man. I'm looking forward to it. Most definitely. And you know what? You know, you you've been grinding it out. You know, I, I know you mm-hmm. have. Um, I've been watching the combine obsessively because that's what I do. Um, it's right. what I, I, I've been doing for a long, long time. So, I mean, today was look, look offensive linemen. So offensive linemen are tomorrow. So that's going to be big. OK, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. always down to watch some offensive linemen get down to work. But today was running backs, receivers and quarterbacks. And there were some dudes out there doing some wild stuff out there. Xavier Worthy breaking the record for the fastest 40 time ever in, in you know, electronically timed in NFL combine history. Four, two, one. I, look, I just want to say I'm, you know, as a former track and field guy, I love watching people run. You know, that that's my thing. So I have a little bit of a gift. Not I have a little bit of a gift for being able to to call out a 40 time at like probably at least halfway through the race. Like I'll just go ahead and throw a number out there. And it's usually within like 0.02, 0.03, typically. Yeah. Okay. So after the first run, Worthy did, I was like, oh, like as soon as he got out the blocks, I was like, oh, yeah, this is going to be a 4 2. It's a 4 2 5. And then we heard that he was running it again because he wanted a shot at the record. And the moment he took off, he was probably like eight yards into the race. I was like, oh, I think he got it. I think he got it. And the unofficial time was 4 2 2. And they rounded it down to 421. I was like, man, I told you. I told you. Human stopwatch. You know. (laughs) And and also, uh, there were a bunch of just huge performances from the wide receivers. I can't even count all the dudes that went crazy today. Um, But I want to talk about one of the running backs, man, that I I watched at the Shrine Bowl, Isaac Rendo. Insane. 221 pounds. Running a four three three forty, wild, and that's a dude actually. He's from Indiana, like me. So he he was a track and field guy, um, mm. champion. I think he ran like a ten five, um, in in the, wow. the hundred back in the day. So that dude can run for sure. And then he jumped out the gym. He had like a thirty nine forty inch vert too. That dude was absolutely insane. At wow. right? you know, you could actually think it was like forty one. Yeah, he he was he was over forty. On the vert. I mean, this dude was just absolutely ridiculously explosive. And look, I know, I get it, right? You're gonna have some people listening to this, like, whatever, man. That stuff doesn't, you know, go into the like. It, it doesn't mean anything when you put the pads on. It's like if you're watching these guys, and sometimes you do see it on tape. You know that explosiveness, that speed. You do see that stuff on tape. How did if, he look doing the scramble? I thought he looked all right. His thing, and, and, and I think it was something that he was he was really working on, is catching the ball out of the backfield. I think that's going to be his thing. It's not his hand. Yeah. Hands are fine. But I yeah. think it, it's the it, it's going to be the, the route running. Um, he's got to get the footwork down on that. 
And I feel like because it wasn't like fully, fully live, you didn't get as many chances to see him in pass pro, like like true pass pro reps. Um, the other thing too is like the offensive line for the couple of days when they were really going, you know, pretty hard in terms of practices. Offensive mm-hmm. line didn't know what it was doing. They were still getting used to each other and how to play with each other. So you didn't see guys like that. You didn't see a lot of big runs, you know, ripping off. But you did see the physicality. Oh man, they were doing the gauntlet drills, you know, where they got the pads and they'd be thumping you as you're going down the line. He was yeah. out blood in those drills, man. Oh, you could hear it. Like I would be standing. That's the nice thing about the Shrine Bowl. You get to stand on the field right next to these dudes as they're doing the drills, and you could yeah. feel him hitting the pads. Like that's yeah. you no, know, he was he was he was doing these drills with with bad intentions. And it's like I love I love that you know just guys that are they're out there competing hard in practice for sure. So a lot of really really cool players, uh, you know, participating you know in the in the last couple months Senior Bowl, Shrine Bowl, NFL Combine. Before you know it, man, next month it's going to be the draft. It's crazy. It, it all happened so fast, man. I feel like the season was just over with the Super Bowl. Here we are at the Combine, right on. You're getting a chance to see these young men, you know, go chase their their dreams, you know, and go chase. You know, greatness. You know, the, the combine is set up, you know, for a bunch of scouts to go out and and GMs and owners of teams to go out to get a first look, a first hand look to be able to look, feel, touch these guys, see these guys, have conversation with these guys and then watch them perform at every single drill um, across the board. And those drills are usually put on by scouts or former coaches and stuff like that or coaches themselves to try to exa- see exactly whether or not these guys can move and how they move and stuff. And a lot of this stuff is hanging on a 40 yard dash, you know. You know, unfortunately, like you saying, like sometimes it doesn't correlate to the field. You know, like you could run a four two, but when you put the pass on, that was pass a heavy, and your body can't mm-hmm. carry that weight. It can't carry the weight of the pads and still run that four two forty. You know, when you watch some of these guys on tape, you know it shows up on film. You see the speed. You you know exactly yeah. what's up. The worthy kid from Texas went back after you sent me the, that he broke the record. Oh, I went and looked at some of his highlights. Sliding. And yeah, the kid could fly, man. He could fly. He seems to be more of a straight line guy than he than he is a a twitchy type, um, Zay Flowers type. He's not like that. He's not a, yeah. a, a zigzag guy, a stop and go guy, or a double move guy. But he's a guy that can catch anything and take it the distance. You know, he can go get a go ball like nobody's business. So his speed does shows up on field. And actually, the highlight I watched said fastest receiver in the, in college football. You know, so I thought that was kind of cool. Somebody was already claiming it before it even happened. So, oh yeah, um, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how this thing pans out this year, man, and where these kids go and whether or not, you know, that speed and 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 that explosiveness you was just talking about with G, you know, from the Shrine Bowl. You know, it, it'd be interesting to see how those guys show up and pertain them. You know, in my eyes, Kai, you're one for one, man. Like you know, last year we talked about Zay Flowers like crazy. And look uh-huh. at the kind of season that kid had. He was arguably one of the top rookies of the year, maybe oh, yeah. up top five rookies of the year as oh, far yeah. as I'm concerned. I thought he had a hell of a rookie season. Definitely. And I'm going for a couple of mistakes in that last AFC Championship game, man. We we really talking about Zay Flowers being like, you know, on top of the world right now, you know. And it's just it's such an awesome thing, man, to see these guys get a chance to go do this combine. I got a chance to be down there for the first time in my life when I did the internship with the Ravens, went down to the combine. I never made it to the combine. Of course, coming out of college, you know, I didn't get there to go there to perform. I just had pro days yeah. at my college. Um, I got a chance to go to the combine for the first time, man. It is the absolute meat market. You know, it's an absolute meat market. I mean, they script these guys down to just the underwear, no shirts, 
you know, get them in the weigh-ins and, you know, look at the arm spans and mm-hmm. see how high they could jump, how far they could it. jump. Yeah, you want, you know, they, they're trying to get every single measurable they can to get a leg up. And a lot of people really buy into that stuff. At the end of the day, it's about confidence. It's about how much heart you got, whether or not you're a football player or not, you know. And you could be a, you could be a position guy, but I think the teams like the Baltimore Ravens are always looking for football players. Like when you look at Ray Lewis, right. he wasn't meant to be nothing else but a football player. When you look at Ed Reed, he was supposed to be a football player. When you saw Terrell. It's Suggs, funny though, Ed, Ed did everything, yeah. right? Ed, did, Ed was yeah. a baseball player. He threw javelin. Like you look at some absolutely. of the stuff he used to be doing back in the day, yeah. he was a hell of an yeah. athlete. But that was a football player player hands down Ball. trail sucks all the way down the line man you know hello Nada, he was supposed to be a football <laughs> player you know what i mean so I, I love it man i love this opportunity to see these gentlemen go out here and do what they do man i'm i'm excited to see how this thing's unveiled for them absolutely and and i think um you know god being there yeah i went there in, in 2022 got a chance to see some of the in you know the inner workings of it and and you know the mm-hmm. the interviews and all of that um you really kind of realize just how big a deal it is for for a lot of these guys like this is like the biggest job interview these guys have ever had up to this point in their life and i feel like sometimes like you 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 forget that because you know you're it's like as media members or what have you it's like we're not in their shoes and we kind of have a tendency to look at them as, as, you know, it's like we're in the meat market. And so I think that, you know, it's always helpful to remember. I mean, these guys are coming in here trying to prove themselves in, in, you know, on at, at, to this point, one of the biggest stages of their lives. Now, some of them have played some big games, right? Some of them played some, you know, national championship games or college playoffs or state championships in high school, all that stuff. Like they, they performed on the field, but this is different. Like there's, there's millions of dollars on the line right now. This right. is your life. This, this is how it starts. Right. And so it, it's, it's really remarkable seeing them go through all that. And, and so I kind of want to get into some of that stuff with you. So when you're meeting with teams, and we've seen a lot of this happening right now, especially when it comes to the top picks in the draft, like Caleb Williams this year. Huh. Yeah, so so that that's gonna be, I mean, that's gonna be a big one. This is not gonna be the last time we're gonna talk about this because you know yeah. it's the Chicago Bears are the number one overall pick, Caleb Williams versus Justin Fields, you know, yep. what have you. Um, all kind of rumors flying around about, oh yeah, maybe the Bears are gonna trade down. Um, you know, and keep Justin Fields or the more prevalent one, obviously, is that like, they're going to draft Caleb Williams and trade Justin Fields. Um, and and a lot of it, it hinges. It's not about Caleb Williams' talent and what he can necessarily do on the football field. In my opinion, we know the dude can throw the football. We know he's, he's he, you know, got special elusiveness and creativity and all that. We know he's got that in, in his game. Um you know, everybody has flaws on the field and all that stuff. Everybody has bad games. We get it. All right. But it's all to me going to come down to who they think this dude is on a football, like, like behind the scenes as well as on the football field. And so when, like when you would meet with teams, right. And they're trying to get a feel for, for who you were, like, what is that process like? 
you know, from, from your experience or like what you know of like what the process is now, like how, how do you go about figuring that kind of thing out? It was, it was weird as a player, you know, as a player, you know, they're asking you questions and they ask you uh -huh. about your girlfriend and they, they kind of try to get as personal as they can, you know, what your mom and dad do, what do they, what kind of jobs they have, um, or is your dad around, is your mom around, who raised you, you know, who's the person that you're, you know, that help you make your decision, you know, what, what, what team you go to or where you choose and stuff like that, you know, so they really, they really proud a little bit, you know, to try to, to get inside your head, to get inside your lifestyle, to kind of really truly understand you know, who you are. They ask you questions like, all right, if you got a million dollars, what would you do with it? Yeah. You know, what do you see yourself five years from now? You know, it, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's like a true job interview. Like if you've ever yeah. been in a corporate job interview world, it's a lot of the same stuff they ask you in those interviews, but they're really trying to get to know you as a human being and you as a player, as a person, so that they can make the best decision they can. They're about to give, you they're about to give a kid. I'm sorry. So they're about to give a kid. Hold on. Can you hear that? I do hear that. I don't know what's going on. Papa John's yeah. decided to jump on right quick. Oh, but, Papa, um, oh, Papa John's was, was trying to get on the podcast. Hey, sponsor us, Papa John's. Okay, straight up. Give us a little bit of that Papa John money. Um, Shaquille O'Neal, come on in. <laughs> oh, I mean, I would get Shaq on the podcast. Let's go. Okay. Um, yeah, man. So, that I mean, they try to get as invasive as they possibly can so that they can get to know who you are. And they want to know who they're going to give millions of dollars to as a player. And they try to get a feel and a vibe for exactly what you'll do with that type of money. Um, are you are you gonna buy mom a house or, or, or are you taking care of everybody else? Who's gonna move with you if you came to Baltimore? You know, they ask questions like that. You know, yeah. if I if, if you if you came to Baltimore, who's coming with you? You know, your mom coming, your brother's coming, your best friends, your entourage, who's coming? They they really want to know those questions because they want to know exactly who they're getting about what they come, you know, when they come in. So, and then of course you have the Wonder League tech with test, which I think is, you know, BS, but it, it is what it is. But you know, you, they have things and ways to try to figure out exactly who you are as a person, as a player. And they try to capitalize the best they possibly can. And I can't really say I blame them at all. You know, you about to give away a bunch of money. You want to know where that investment is going. Yeah. And, and exactly. And especially when you're talking about, the number one overall pick, you know, or guy you're going to try to make your, your franchise quarterback. That's, that's huge stuff, you know, and I, and I, I personally think that's what the Chicago bears are going to end up doing. You know, they're going to trade Justin Fields, draft this guy. Um, and, and, but it's like, there's, you know, people got questions about him, about the people he surrounds himself with. And I think he went, you know, ways to addressing some of those questions, you know, with the interviews that he did, you know, b before the media and, and all of that. Um, but, you know, yeah, people, I think it, it, it's, it's hard to, it's kind of difficult to know that stuff or, or really speak on that stuff when you're not in the room. And I think we do, we fall, we, we get guilty about that as, as, you know, media and spectators a lot is we start talking about oh yeah this guy uh you know he doesn't want to play for the you know chicago bears or he doesn't want to do this or um he asked for an ownership stake in teams and we, we have a tendency to talk crazy about some stuff and we don't really know that kind we, we don't really know what a person is like when we're not in the room with them and you know it could well be that a lot of the concerns that that 
are being talked about in the media are not really that big of a deal when when it's all said and done when it comes to Caleb Williams. And obviously, you know, we're we're talking about this because you know Wilcox is a you know he's a he's a Georgia boy. Um, you know, Justin Fields near and dear to his heart. Maybe the Atlanta Falcons will go ahead and get him. You never know. Well, I think we lost our guy, Danny Wilcox. So you know what? We are going to continue this conversation over the next couple of weeks. Combine is over. Free agency is about to begin. This is the Believe in Ravens podcast. We are going to be talking about pretty soon who we want the Baltimore Ravens to be bringing onto this team to get itself over the hump, get them in the Super Bowl, get themselves that Lombardi trophy. I'm Kyrie Thompson, Daniel Wilcox with us too. This is the Believe in Ravens podcast. Till next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.